It's been said that Christian music sucks. On The Antidote, we dispel that myth as we explore the artistry of Christian bands, listen to in-depth interviews and music from these faith-based groups. For unique and innovative music ranging from metalcore to indie folk, you'll hear it all on The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. Wednesdays at 9 on Trent Radio, 92.7 FM, Peterborough.
another night of Christian music that doesn't suck. For those who tuned in last Wednesday, you already know what to expect to hear tonight. The party music of Family Force 5 returns to the airwaves. Now, the antidote spoke with Chapstick, lead guitarist and spokesman of Family Force 5, a couple of weeks back, and the conversation was too great to cut short, so we decided to feature this extraordinary band's music and the interview for two episodes in a row. Our opening track, Country Gentleman, is found on Family Force 5's first album, Business Up Front, Party in the Back, released back in 2006. And now it's time for some absolutely useless trivia. The three Olds brothers, who go by the stage names Soglo Activator, Crouton, and Fatty, are the sons of 80s Christian artist Jerome Olds, whose songs Trains Up in the Sky Again and Again and Jesus It's You were written for old-time rockers Milan the Fever and Broken Heart. But right now, we're going to listen into some of Family Force Five side projects. So listen up as we tune into Next Level. Sound of the alarm, right? right, right. 
talked about being in britain you did a song with uh, lz7 from britain yeah yeah um that was actually mostly soul glow activator that did that he's uh he kind of created that song and it's not necessarily a family force five song it's it's more a uh, phenomenon which is a side project that we have that it's real electronic dance music kind of stuff and uh, we all like to dj and and do late dance parties a lot of times at the festivals we'll play and um engine radio which is a great station actually talked to us about doing a radio show and so that's a place where we sometimes will play some of those new songs or play a whole big mix of uh edm uh music i think it's pretty cool solo did a really good job with that song and we originally did chainsaw as a phenomenon song and we like it so much we might actually put that on a family force five album instead because it's so fun but there's a big side of us that's kind of nerdy, and we like to make music with computers a lot, as well as with our instruments. So you'll he- you'll be hearing a lot of that stuff. Well, and you did the song called Phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, that, that one's really fun. Now, not to be mistaken with the local hometown band TFK. Oh, do they have a song called Phenomenon? They have their album called Phenomenon. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Uh, yeah, which was just huge. Cool. Well, man, those guys are great. We, we love TFK. In fact, uh... Solomon did a remix for one of their songs, um, Light Up the Sky. That's right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, it sounds great. Uh, but, man, Trevor and the whole company, man, we love when we play shows with those guys. They're really cool dudes. A lot of good people from there. You, I'm impressed with your town, man. You got some good folks. Light up the sky!
in the treble cause faith that's a rebel kick up the bass 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 kick up the bass in the treble cause faith that's a rebel I, I blaze a drill like the way she's going like sand shaking the ground like earthquakes in her mind someday I'll die but not tonight excuse me while I let out the sky Included a couple of songs that don't fit into the typical music mix of Family Force 5. Our last track, Light Up the Sky, is Solomon Old's remix of the popular Thousand Foot Crutch track. Now comes Topsy Turvy from the soundtrack from the movie Almost Alice. And believe it or not, this is Family Force 5.
Chapstick, you've been in the studio recently to begin recording album number four. That is true. You going to give any secrets away about the new album? Oh, man. Well, yeah, there's some pretty cool stuff. I mean, uh, the first secret I would say is that the studio where we normally go to is our bus. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty exciting. We actually have uh, this wonderful friend of ours who's a producer and just very talented guy named Riley Friesen. And um, we were trying to figure out a good time to get in the studio and it just wasn't working out between shooting videos and touring and writing and all this stuff that we just, his schedule wasn't working out. Or he was like, if you guys are into it, you could bring me out on the road and we could record the whole thing on the bus. And we're like, let's do it. He's really uh, got this great traveling rig. So um, it's been really fun. You know, we wake up and start writing and recording all day and then uh, we'll go to sound check and then come back and be like, oh, no, that that didn't sound as good as I thought it did. Let's keep doing it. And then we'll go play the show and then we'll come back and keep recording. I mean, it's got to sound hilarious. I, I know there's just all kinds of loud noises coming out of our bus, but um, that's where we record most of the music. Uh, I will say one really cool tidbit that I think if you like Striper, you might think this is cool. Riley uh, was at his studio and he was kind of working on mixing some of our music that we'd recorded on tour. And his friend called and said, hey, I want to come by and show my buddy your, your studio. Is that cool? And he said, yeah. So Riley went and opened the door, and his friend's buddy was Tommy Lee from uh, Motley Crue. Uh-huh. And um, so he showed him around the place, and Tommy was like, hey, what are you working on, man? So Riley pulled up one of our new songs and uh, showed him, and he was like, whoa, whoa, who is that? And he was like, that's Family Force 5. And uh, Tommy was like, dude, I know that band, man. I got their stuff on my iPod. Show, let me show you. And he was like, I love those guys, and I've been trying to get in touch with them for a while. And uh, he was like, what? What do you mean? He's like, I want to do a song with him in my studio. So ironically, it was, it was so cool. You know, we uh, we got in touch with Tommy and uh, went and recorded some drums there, which Crouton was a little nervous. He didn't want to. He was like, man, I'm going to play in front of Tommy Lee. That's kind of scary stuff. But um, just because Tommy's so good. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're actually hoping maybe Tommy will do a guest appearance and play a little bit of drums on one of our songs. But that, that was a pretty neat experience for us i'm a big 80s rock kid uh so i really thought that was kind of cool
Besides Motley Crue, who else were you into? Oh, man, all kinds of bands. I, King's Act might still be my favorite band. I love those guys, but um, I was a big Van Halen fan, a big Iron Maiden fan, or Black Sabbath, and um, I listened to it all back in the day, all kinds of cool, like, guitar shredding stuff, and White Snake, and, uh, you know, Steve Vai, and all that stuff, but I still do every now and again, too. I, I have to get my 80s fix here and there. So you're into all the heavy stuff. That's right. That's right. So what about newer, heavier bands? Anybody you enjoy now? Or is it just the 80s that grabs you? Oh, well, I mean, there was something special about those 80s bands because they had such great melodies, I thought. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's some great new metal bands out there. I mean, I I don't listen to that style of music as much as I used to. But um, I mean, we just did a, a show with Bring Me the Horizon in uh london and and that was pretty amazing i thought you know they were really cool and uh we've done some shows with august burns red i I really like those guys and um 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of good stuff out there. I still like it, like it heavy. Listen in to get your back off the wall from the Dance or Die album. Get your back off the wall, 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 get your, get your, get your back, get your back off the wall. initial tracks do you guys lay down before you make the final cut for an album oh man that's such a great question and that's why it gets so hard at this stage when people are like what's the record sound like i'm like man i i know what it may sound like now but in a couple weeks it may be none of these songs on here um yeah i don't know you know i mean it depends on what level of doneness they have to be in order to count. <laughs> we have a lot of ideas that are like, <laughs> yo, here's a cool beat, or here's a cool guitar riff, or here's a cool vocal melody. Um, but, you know, we usually will end up demoing probably a good 25 to 30 songs, uh, having probably a good 70 ideas, 
and then recording probably 15 and then probably taking the, the 10 best um, for a record. I'd say that's pretty common for us. Uh, the one exception was Dance or Die because they were like, hey, we got to have this soon. And we were on the road just like 300 days a year at that stage in our lives. And so we literally were like, okay, here's 10 songs. Let's go record them. And then that was it. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we get pretty crazy about making sure that we like the, the record before it comes out. And uh, it is pretty neat that there are five different people in the band that all write. It does allow for things like Phenomenon or side projects or somebody working on another band's song because, uh, I don't know, a lot of creativity. And uh, it's fun that way and uh, sometimes does make it challenging to, to choose what songs to put on the album. Well, to blend all the artistic talents and styles into one project has got to be hard to do. Sometimes. it, uh, Yeah, it can be. If you've ever wondered where the intro music for The Antidote came from, now you know. Get on out of here from Family Force 5. Get on now. I thought I told you not to come around here. Go on back home. You need to disappear. If I have to, I'ma drag you out by your ear. Get your stuff, man. You need to disappear. Hey, you low down dirty and you're good for nothing. Trespassing, sassing, good for nothing. Listen, I tell you once now, I'll tell you twice. Three times. Get on out of here, get on, get on out of here, get on, get, get on, get on. 
You got another video in the works for uh, Crank It Like a Chainsaw. Yeah. How safe is it for a self-proclaimed crazy band to be let loose in the forest with chainsaws? <laughs> well, that is quite an amazing story in itself, too. Um, I don't know uh, the answer to that question, but I will say that uh, we were going to New Zealand this year to play a festival down there. And um, our sound guy's the funniest guy. He's, he was like, hi, hi, D. He calls me D for Derek. And he was like, I was like, yeah, what's up? And he was like, you ever seen that show Undercover Boss? And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I've heard of it. I don't think I've really watched it. And he was like, I think that's the CEO for KOA Campgrounds on our flight. And I was like, what? And so Chuck went over and asked the guy, he's like, you are by chance a CEO of KOA, are you? And he was like, yeah, I am. <laughs> How'd you know that? And uh, they became friends on the flight. And the guy ended up coming over to us and he was like, hey, if you ever need you know, a place to stay, I'd love to hook you guys up with a campground. And ironically, we were like the day before we were like, we really want to shoot in the Redwood Forest, but how are we going to get someone to like help us out and approve chainsaws in the forest and all this stuff? So Chuck got in touch with the guy and was like, do you think we could do chainsaws in the forest and all this stuff? And he was like, yeah, man. And so this amazing dude helped us make it all happen. And, uh, yeah, we, we spent several days out there and it was freezing cold and raining really hard. And uh, we took, you know, there are some some chainsaws out there, and thus far it, it was safe. But uh, I'm actually really excited. We might be seeing a rough draft of the video of the edit in the next day or so. So hopefully we'll we'll release that soon, and uh, it, it's going to be really fun. Yeah, they like the way I do this when I crank it like a chainsaw. Yeah, they like the way I do this. When I crank it like a chainsaw Full throttle, heavy metal, set the bar, next level Wasteland, getting all janky, so glow Chainsaw Let it go with them elbows back, it's smoking just like a track Shirt is over from all this sweat, catch my breath Chainsaw Now hear me roar, I'm an ink, back spread the tour From the sick of ours, let's get Skeletor Yeah, I'm a blade runner, blade runner, turned up, turned up. 
Chapstick from Family Force 5, and you are listening to The Antidote with Dave Hawkins, the second best show on the radio. And no offense to Dave, I mean, it's a great show, but I personally am a little biased toward the show we have called Phenomenon. If it wasn't for that, Dave would probably be number one. Keep working on it, Dave. You'll get there. Tank Top is another track with a completely different feel for Family Force 5. Listen in. Seen it, baby, seen it, baby. Throwback Sadies, 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 hair, your neon shades, skinny jeans, know what I mean. Roll the red carpet out the limousine. I see sad people, I see mad people. Stone cold face looking like they bad people. I see hot people, I see not people. Everybody moving like they ain't got a job, people.
Many bands in the Christian music industry have a self-defined mission, but how would you describe the purpose of Family Force 5? That's a great question. I mean, I think a lot of it is kind of what I hit on earlier when I was talking about how uh, we just feel this really strong calling to to reach a lot of people that a lot of Christian bands wouldn't reach. Um, but I think in general, the Family Force 5 mantra has been to show the world that uh, that Christianity can be and is and should be a lot of fun. Um, it's a life-giving experience. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of us have grown up in very stiff churches or, or environments that haven't allowed someone to be who they really should be or someone to really live a rich life, you know, through Christ and um, to really strive for connectedness. And uh, that's kind of what we do. A lot of times it's very lighthearted and uh, very silly or tongue in cheek, but uh, we also are very serious about that. And we want um, people to know that Jesus Christ isn't just this guy that laid down a set of rules that we have to follow. He, he changed the world in a way that is really beautiful and uh, really exciting and really fun. And we're honored that our band sometimes gets to be the, uh, I don't know, we talk about the body of Christ a lot and we're like, what body part are we, man? <laughs> I think we're sometimes uh, the dancing shoe that goes on the foot. And, and it's a very big honor for us that we every now and again get to play that role.
Radiator from Family Force 5. If the music of Family Force 5 has grabbed you, the band's going to be in Toronto this summer, July 20th at the new Baruna Festival being held at the Molson Amphitheater. You should grab your tickets now because, seriously, as I've mentioned before, Family Force 5 is second to none as a live band. So that is a spectacular event. I'm Dave Hawkins, and this has been The Antidote, which airs Wednesdays at 9 through the facilities of Trent Radio 92.7 FM, CFFF, Peterborough. You can also pick up recordings of every episode of The Antidote, which are available on both iTunes and on our website, theantidoteradio.com. But it's time to fill you in on what to expect on next week's broadcast. Mega producer and recording artist Aaron Sprinkle joins The Antidote, and as a producer, he gives a really different perspective on what today's music scene is all about. Plus, he's going to share his thoughts about his days in the influential band Poor Old Lou, his solo efforts, and with his band Fair. But now we're going to say goodbye to Family Force 5 and finish up with probably the hardest sounding and loudest track recorded by the band, I Love You to Death. Now tune in next Wednesday at 9. See you then. We've been speaking with Chapstick of Family Force 5 and yeah, one probably one of the most fun bands that you could ever see. Derek, thanks for joining us. Or I guess I should say Chapstick, thank you for joining us. <laughs> no problem, Dave. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate your your kind words that you've said so often and and uh i also appreciate you took some time to to really make some great questions there and it's it's really cool Jumps out of my chest